this tired trope has to go. Today I'm talking about killing the dog. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast and today i'm going to be talking about uh it's kind of a new ongoing segment that'll pop up whenever i feel like it uh called tired trope which is a series of movie tropes that i think should be retired or rethought or retooled um basically because they either have lost their effectiveness or should not exist any further because you know as I'll, as I'll get into, not every trope is inherently bad, but some are lazy by design and are it's essentially at this point become manipulative or just an indicator that you haven't thought too much about what you want your movie to be. So without further ado, let's get started. As maligned as they are by some, movie tropes aren't inherently bad. In practice, they are recurring elements in storytelling, and it can be a story beat, character, or even a characteristic of a certain character. And done well, you won't care how many of these tropes are used or put on top of each other. Every Batman-centric ep- episode of Justice League follows similar beats. For instance, Batman proves his worth to the team by saving all of their respective butts. But we don't care because Batman is awesome, and these episodes are smartly constructed and written. But there are a handful of tropes that, in my opinion, should be removed, retired, or shamed out of existence. Not just because I don't like the trope itself, but because said trope is often a lazy shortcut. Enter killing the dog. So what is the trope? While certainly not limited to the genre, killing the dog refers to a familiar scene in horror movies. Our hero or heroes have entered a new house and are unaware of a threat. Everyone seems okay at first until there's a weird happening one night that freaks everybody out. The parents, friends, or partner are quick to dismiss it, passing it off as a one-off occurrence. However, the second or third night sadly confirms that is not the case. The family dog, either wandering around outside or trying to check in on something, troubling, searches for the spirit or slasher and is unceremoniously killed off with a quick yelp. So why do movies use this trope in the first place? Killing the dog is a quick and easy way for a movie to heighten the tension. It proves that the threat is real and also what its ultimate goal is. Even if the force at work is another human, everyone and their true crime-loving mother knows that sociopaths and serial killers like to get started with pets. The message to the audience and heroes is a rhetorical question. Who's next? You. It's you. The person in the house. It's you. It's the, infam- it's the inverse of the infamous save the cat setup for establishing a, a heroic or virtuous character. What better way to show what a monster someone is than killing the dog? So why should this be abandoned? Well, I've got three good reasons. First, people fucking love dogs. I love dogs. I've always loved dogs. I grew up with a family dog. And that love has only grown since I raised, trained, and currently feed my beloved Stella. And pretty much everyone I know with a dog feels the same way. So being forced to imagine losing your favorite animal or animals over and over again has become a tedious exercise for this horror fan, and I don't think I'm alone. There are entire websites like Does the Dog Live that can tell you whether the furry friend makes it to the end of the movie or not. The website even includes lists of any on-screen violence towards animals since more and more people have visceral reactions to that and want to avoid it when possible. 
We could litigate why people feel this strongly about violence towards animals versus humans, but I think we all understand that dogs and other family pets have a presumed level of innocence. A person can be bad, but even a bad dog is just a dog that's been misshaped or misled by a bad owner. Not only that, but the dog in question is almost always attempting to look out for the family before their tragic demise. And as someone who loves my dog with the fury of a Spartan warrior, I do not want to constantly imagine losing her in such a tragic way with a vision of her body lifeless and bloody. Reason number two is that this is an overused trope to the point of parody. The killing the dog scene I described earlier is so overused, I bet you can rattle off two to three movies that use it off the top of your head. Not even dramas where the dog dying is an integral part of the film. If you watch horror, and especially haunted house movies, I bet the family dog has died almost every time. It's such a thing that every time I see a dog on screen in a haunted house movie, I immediately assume the dog won't make it past the first act. Sometimes when I start to see this scene starting, I start counting down in my head to the off-screen yelp. And that's a problem, because that's the kind of stuff that makes it easy for movie fiends like me to write off your movie as generic and uninteresting. And our third reason is that it's a substitute for more inventive ideas. As I said earlier, I know why writers and directors use this trope. They're weaponizing most humans' affection for dogs to ramp up the tension as quickly as possible. But considering how negatively some viewers will react and how often it's been used, it's actually a crutch, not a tool. It's funny to me that in an era of writers who love bucking expectations that so few realize how an unexpected animal living until the end, (laughs) sorry, how unexpected an animal living until the end of a horror movie is, or how said animal could be worked into the plot, or how you could create more tension with something else. Say you have a haunted house movie. First night, the mom notices something weird, but doesn't think much of it. The dog is losing their mind, but if they're like my dog, maybe they don't trust shadows. Second night, the dog is quiet, which means it's perfectly safe as mom goes to the bathroom and what was that in the tub? She fumbles for the light and it's gone, but there's a jet black streak across the bathroom floor and wall. Now replace that scene with the dog being killed off screen. Which do you prefer? The conclusion is that, at least in my mind, new ideas are more fun and more scary. In a movie scene where where we've seen dogs die on screen more times than we can count, and dogs have their own Instagram accounts, the best way to scare your audience and ramp up the tension isn't killing the dog. It's a new idea. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.